0: The podcast from Belmont Chapel in Exeter. Sharing the story, living the life. For more information, go to belmontchapel.org.uk. I'm just going to spend a few minutes now thinking about that story and what it might mean for us. Because I don't know about you, but I've not had... A lot of conversations with bushes. Um, maybe I should try it. But um, I don't know what is the strangest thing you've ever seen. you ever seen anything that you just couldn't explain. I don't know if you'll have a quick talk to the people next to you or around you about the strangest thing you've ever seen? Have a chat. Something you can come up with.) I don't know about you, but I couldn't come up with anything quite this extraordinary or amazing. Um, so we're going to think a little bit this morning as we come back together. Should I try some clapping? Yeah. Um, can I think a little bit about how Moses reacted and how we might react to God So when Moses first sees the burning bush, he says in verse 3, amazing, why isn't this bush burning up? I must go over to see this. I don't know if that would be your reaction. I think my reaction would be, I must leave immediately. But Moses Moses is curious. Moses goes over to the bush. And it's after his conversation with God, God reveals his plan for Moses and his task that the real questions begin. So the first question we can see up on the screen that Moses asks quite a long way into the conversation is, who are you? And this is after God has explained who who he is and what he wants um, Moses to do. In verse 13, Moses said to God, suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they ask me, what is his name? Then what shall I tell them? So despite everything that Moses has experienced this morning, I'm assuming it was the morning, I don't know why, um, he still hasn't really grasped who he is talking to. But God's answer is simply that he is who he is. I am who I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. It's only now that Moses can't deny or question who he's speaking to. So the question for us then is, do you know who God is? And what does that mean for us today, this week, and going forward? So now Moses tries a different line of questioning. Ooh, there we go. What if they don't listen? And that can seem like a very valid concern. But God gives Moses a clear sign to show the people. He takes his staff, throws it down, becomes a snake. Now this isn't for Moses to scare people or to just amaze people. This is God showing again that it's his power at work. It's not down to Moses And he uses the resources that Moses has. He says, what is that in your hand? And that's what he uses to show Moses that he has God's power with him. But that's, God still speaks through miracles today, but that's not the point of this encounter. Moses' job is to obey what God tells him to do. And that's our job too. God will worry about the results. So, will you speak out for God? So Moses has got on board with who he's talking to and that he has something that Moses needs to say. So the next question is, what if I can't think of the words? And I think this is maybe the actual issue behind the last one. So even though Moses has now experienced a lot of miracles quite quickly after each other, he still hasn't realized that this task is not down to him. And I wonder how many of us can get caught up in that cycle, thinking it is down to me, even subconsciously. I was Googling the difference between faith and trust, because this is a story of faith and trust, isn't it? And some things say, well, it's the same thing, or faith is the highest form of trust. But faith is a noun, isn't it? Faith is a thing. Trust is an action. We have to put that faith into action. It's a verb, um, as any you know, good year four will be able to tell you, um, hopefully. Um, It's, and there's something else he said, faith comes from our beliefs, but trust is built through relationship. So as Christians, that should be one and the same for us, but is it? Do we put that faith? I know that God will, can do this, but do we trust that he will? Or do we just have something in the back pocket just in case what I want is not important enough for God or not? He's bit distracted by something else I'll do it myself just in case so the question then is will you trust him will you put that into action so finally when all of these seemingly reasonable objections don't work for Moses it just comes down to why not send someone else please send someone else And it's at this point that God gets a little bit angry. He's been quite patient with Moses up until this point. He's given him a lot, but he is still prepared to give Moses all the help that he needs. And he tells him later that Aaron, his brother, is already on the way to meet him. God has already provided for his needs. Moses will get the help, but he doesn't get out of the job. He still has to go. So, the question for us then, will you obey God and play your part in his plans? So, just as we kind of bring those thoughts together on your tables or up on the screen, we've got three questions to talk with the people around you. So, when do you find it easy to do what God wants? When do you find it hard? And is there an area of life or a situation where you might need to speak up for God? So we're going to have a few minutes to discuss that with the people around us. Um, and then I'll draw that together with a prayer. As we draw our discussions together, let's take a moment in prayer. Dear God, just as you called Moses so long ago, you call each of us today. Forgive us when we question your call or make excuses or complain about lack of time or hoard our resources. Give us courage to step up and step out in faith to follow where you lead, trusting that you go with us and you provide all that we need. Amen. I'm carrying on, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> so We're going to spend a little bit more time um, in prayer now as we kind of pre- look more outwards and think about praying for our world. Overwhelming and very difficult to know where to start. Um, so to help us with that, I'm going to return to the story from a slightly different perspective. At the top of a mountain, behind the mask of a burning bush, God watched the old shepherd creep closer and closer. He looked an unlikely choice. Unlikely like Abraham, unlikely like Isaac, unlikely like Jacob before him. But the old shepherd was God's choice, and now it was time to say hello. Moses, God called out. Don't come any closer, take off your shoes, for I am the God of your ancestors, and this is a holy place. Terrified, the old shepherd did as he was told. He slipped off his sandals and covered his eyes, and then God spoke again. My people are slaves in the land of Egypt. I hear them crying. I see them suffering. They work long hours for nothing at all. I hear them crying. I see them suffering. Their masters beat them and bruise them. I hear them crying. I see them suffering. I care for my people. I hurt when they do. I hear them crying. I see them suffering. And now I've come to save them. And then God paused. And then God waited, the bush burned dim and low for God had something else to say, something sure to send the old shepherd shaking, something scarier than anything that had happened so far. And Moses, God said, Moses, you are going to help me. And Moses, I know you're an unlikely choice. I know that you're sometimes scared, but Moses, the bush is burning like God's passion for a world in need, and the holy place is any place where those needs are met. So Moses, won't you hear? Moses, won't you see? Moses, won't you care? And Moses, as God comes to save, won't you be his helper too? So on your tables or on the ends of the rows, you should have some little flames that look like this of various colours. We're just going to spend a little bit of time thinking about, we might think about a global situation. There's been an awful lot on the news this week. It can be very difficult to know where to start with the words, but as we've heard in our story today, God doesn't need us to have all of the words, so you might want to write... Um, a name of a place a person it might be someone you know a situation that you're going through you might want to just draw a picture or an image but we're going to spend a little bit of time praying for those that need God's saving grace So as we draw our prayers together, you might want to hold your flame in the air um, as we pray. Lord God, we pray for the world around us, for the many who continue to suffer and call out for help. For those caught up in or fleeing conflict, For those experiencing or picking up the pieces after natural disasters and wildfires, for those desperate to find work, for those who are struggling with illness, and for all those that we have individually named, open our hearts so that we may see them as you see them and respond to them with your love. Amen.